Mushy mushy. Hello. Hello. I think we got oh, yeah. it. Yay. Sweet. Third time's a charm. So what's up, dude? Not much. Sitting here, uh, hot in the house, and that's very annoying. But I've got the cool, refreshing taste of Corona to cool me down. <laughs> I yep. guess I'm the only one not having a beer. Yep. And the only one with clothes on. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> I am in my chonies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, paint you a mental picture. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm sure all our listeners are very happy for that mental picture right now. I guess this is officially what season two? Yes, season two electric boogaloo. <laughs> Uh, we had the hiatus in the middle there, uh, and now we're technologically advanced, we'll call it, and we're using Skype. Yep, St- streaming over the interweb. After nice to be working with you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after after four hours of internet hell, we've made yep. connection. We figured it out. Well, that's that's our motto. We keep we keep doing it till we either get pissed and quit, or we actually we succeed. And this time we succeeded. We will prevail. Dun, da, da, da. You can't take my freedom. <laughs> you said can't, right? No, you already took my freedom, but oh. to the world, they can't hypothetically take my freedom. However, with Trump in not office, yet, not yet I mean, anyway. I guess. <laughs> I actually thought she said cunt, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We have we have the we have the mature rating for a reason. <laughs> this oh, is fantastic! We'll see you next podcast. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think we release the podcast on Tuesday, people? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, well, as tripace pod tradition goes, I figured I'd start us off with a fuck Mary kill. Alright. You guys down? I'm always down. (laughs) Uh, So this one we're going to flash back to 1999. And we're going to say Fuck, Mary Kill, Carrie Ann Moss, Keanu Reeves, or John Anderson. From the mm. Matrix. As you can see, we've had our eye on you for some time now. Mr. Anderson. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'd say kill kill him, uh, Mr. Anderson. Uh, Mayor Keanu, because apparently he's um, a delightful person. Everything I've heard, like, he's, like, a super cool, chill guy. And, like, he makes a point to rehire all the same people from previous movies to give them work. And um, yeah. I guess I would fuck Kate, Kate Moss. 
Kate Moss. No, Carrie Ann Moss. Oh, Carrie Ann Moss. There we go. Yeah. Some other yeah. fucking Wait a minute. Moss. We can throw our own chicks in here? No, no. Wait, wait, wait. I'm throwing in a curveball. <laughs> Tyler's like, for season two, I'm tweaking the rules on Fuck Mary Kill. For, for season, season two, two, that alcohol trailer erased my short term memory. <laughs> Okay. More than you can imagine. <laughs> oh my god. So I say we killed them all. I was doing drugs back then. I didn't even see that movie when it came out. <laughs> uh you gotta choose. That's how fuck Mary oh. Kill works, man. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I mean not to steal your glory or anything. Oh, I can't because you're fucking Carrie and somebody else or whoever, <laughs> but uh Yeah, I'm fucking Kate Moss instead. <laughs> I don't have to worry about his sloppy seconds, so she's mine, yeah. and I'll marry Keanu, and yeah, fuck the other guy. Fuck them, like, get rid of him. He's dead. Okay, when you're playing fuck, marry, kill, <laughs> make sure you delineate between fuck the other guy and kill the other guy. Oh, I delineated. I said fuck them all. <laughs> fuck I said all. screw them all. Kill them all. <laughs> okay, for season two, we also have additional rules from contestant number two. <laughs> Uh, for myself, I don't know. I think I'm gonna marry John Anderson because, like, he can multiply into many a him, many a dudes. So that way, he could do all the chores himself at the same time. So I think that would be a good yeah. marriage. You know, someone to do all that shit. Uh, Plus, he's an elf from Lord of the Rings, so he lives forever. <laughs> uh. I guess I'm going to have to kill Keanu, not really for any Aww. reason other than I'm just going to fuck Carrie Ann Moss. bad blotchy facial hair. That, that's enough What'd reason. you say? Bad blotchy facial bad hair. Blotchy facial hair. Yeah. But you can always he find really him on the New York He just needs to give it up and shave it. I mean, we had to find something to, like, after that sparkling review he got from Tyler, I'm surprised he's not fucking him, but... <laughs> Who says I have? Well, if he's married, he can do it whenever he feels like it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All the time. He looks like a considerate and gentle lover. With blotchy facial hair. Yeah, I didn't think machine. It looks like it would be soft. <laughs> but look, I'm I'm not boning him for his facial hair. <laughs> uh but the reason why I brought up The Matrix was, I don't know if you guys have heard, but they're talking about doing a reboot uh, at Warner Brothers. Of The Matrix? Yeah. Wow. I don't know how I feel about this, right? That's yeah, that seems entirely unnecessary. about the reboots anymore. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing is um, they don't. It's still not clear which way the project's going to go. If it's going to be like a... Well, if they're not sure if they're going to the like... options are limitless. <laughs> well, they could remake it or um, kind of do like a prequel, sequel, one or the other. Uh, but they're in talks with Michael B. Jordan to be one of the characters. That would be cool. So he's he's a pretty good actor. Uh, but I, it'll be interesting. I have to be honest, I don't know who this person is. Who is this person? He was the the black dude on Bear Grylls. Silence. Black dude on Bear Grylls? <laughs> yeah, on that Bear is Grylls Bear show. Is Bear Grylls a reality show? Is this an actor? 
Yeah. He was the tall, skinny black dude that went out in the woods with Bear Grylls and survived something. I don't remember that. I saw Obama. I saw <laughs> Shaquille which was very <laughs> survived something. But I don't um, He was, um, yeah, he was also in uh, Creed, that new Rocky movie. He was the lead in that. He was also in the newest rendition yep. of the Fantastic Four. Nope. Um, he was the, he was the <laughs> torch dude. Um, nope. Looking at his other things, he's going. We're going back down to the wire. Uh, that awkward moment. Friday Night Lights. Chronicle. And all my children. Oh, oh I have seen all my children. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure he appeared there at one point. Use use the interweb. Google him. <laughs> yep. And he's going to be in the upcoming Black Panther movie. Ooh. Oh, I did hear that. Uh, yeah, so many people are going to be in that. It's going to be great. I'm hoping they don't remake The Matrix. Because that's yeah, like one I of those like... movies that's good. Yeah, it's perfect as it is. I mean, you know, the, the second and third one, not so much. The first one was a great movie. Yeah. I feel For like sequels, if they went... that was a good series. Yeah. Um, I feel like if they went into the territory of doing, like, some prequel stuff, like how the robots took over. I know there was a uh, a movie compilation uh, called The Animatrix, and it was a bunch of animated shorts based around the universe of The Matrix. And one of the stories in that kind of dealt with uh, how the robots rose to power and why they overthrew humanity. And basically the long story short for that was that the uh, humans were using robots like we do for uh, our leisure. You know, we basically they, they wanted to be treated as, as equal citizens and be, you know, represented. But I'm not a sex humans, object. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, humans didn't like that. So the robots rose up and killed them. So. Eh, well. We probably basically deserve the, it. Basically, the Terminator without the nukes. <laughs> without the nukes, yeah, Isn't that was kind of crazy one thing. that we created something with no conscience, but mathematically, mentally, we figured out on our own that we're all such douchebags. We should just kill ourselves off by creating robots that'll do it for us. Yeah, whoa, much. it's it's mind the, blown. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing we're here to just facilitate the next species, and, and then that's, that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just the, that's our the that's lich. our contribution. We're we're not doing a great job of it as it is. <laughs> we're just a fucking segue. <laughs> yep. I I was thinking though, like what would be cool too is um to see how like Morpheus came into it. Um, yeah, how he, he was a like, pimp. He was a pimp, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Morpheus with my uh, platform goldfish shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something I would like to see is a like origin story for him. I mean, they're doing it for Han Solo, so why not do it for Morpheus? Right? Or you could even go the other end of the Matrix and like explore, I don't know, like 20 years, 30 years beyond where they left off. Yeah. With uh, updating the computer screens in the movie, because that's probably... <laughs> <laughs> But I guess if you're just salvaging whatever, it's okay if you have a 10-foot deep television screen on. Yep. <laughs> uh, when did that first movie come out? Was it 98 or something like that? It was um, 1999. 99. Damn. So, we lived. Right? It was supposed to be the end of it, man. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> I did party Never delivered like on it the was promise. 1999, right? <laughs> 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 
broken promises. <laughs> this is why I have trust issues. <laughs> is that Y two K? Yep. <laughs> yeah, everything is fine. Everything was in. fine. <laughs> I had Y2K. my emergency pass. Couldn't do it. <laughs> I remember, um, <laughs> like. So the biggest thing about Y2K was like the computers are not going to know how to function because we didn't program how to go beyond 1999. So that was going to be like the demise of the computer systems. So at my place of employment, they required every store to have an emergency cabinet. So... Four years later, I opened a, this emergency cab cabinet, and it was like a time capsule. <laughs> because it was like, okay, all the necessities that we're going to need to go back in case the computer shit the bed and all our reports go south. So there was like... Because <laughs> those are important. Yeah. So there was like these laptops... Uh, they were Apple laptops. They're about three inches thick and weighed about 90 pounds. Damn. They said they put them in there to like keep track of records, but I think they were going to use them as weapons instead because really, there's <laughs> nothing, there's nothing worth it. I'm feeling. And I then there was like, off. there was like jazz drives and like floppy jazz? disks and like all. Oh, like what is this? Drive. I remember zip drives. What's a jazz drive? Uh, jazz drive. Please tell me it has something to do with jazz hands. <laughs> it has no everything to do with jazz hands. <laughs> uh, a jazz drive was the, I think it was after a zip drive. Um, and it could hold between one and two gigabytes of storage I on a single I vaguely remember drive. these. They were thicker than the zip drives. Yeah. The, the, were... the actual disc, the thing itself. It sort of looked like a, um, it was like if a cassette tape and a three and a half by five had a Floppy. baby. <laughs> <laughs> they that made is a jazz an drive. explanation. That is excellent. That is a fact. So picture this sexual encounter between <laughs> sex two, and two, two machines fucking. <laughs> I think we've already written the new series. Yep. <laughs> Right? Ooh, ooh, Warner Brothers, you can reach us at trypacepod at gmail.com. <laughs> if you want to buy our ideas. <laughs> we sell them real cheap. <laughs> oh, damn. They still, sell, they still sell jazz drives on Amazon. There's there's a like two gigabyte one on for sale on Amazon. I and now you where there's a isn't there a company that like archives these things they go and they collect floppy disk and all these uh, these these archaic uh types of uh ways of of saving data and and they they collect like floppy disk and 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 you name it because the federal government is uh is you still using all of this stuff so they they, oh, yeah. they wipe them they wipe them out there's like there's like a company they like they take them all in and they clear them out and they repackage them. That's weird. Disease. I know we we still use a lot of uh, the old school floppy disks, like the actual floppy floppy disks uh, yeah, for yeah, our yeah. nuclear defense system and stuff like that. 
Yeah, which is terrifying to think we had the most instructive weapon being run off of floppy disks. I mean, when all Apple else fans, at least you can like wave it and fan yourself when you're sweating fucking bullets. Yeah. <laughs> but let's go back even further. Before the three and a half by five inch floppy disk, we had the five and a half by five floppy disk. Do you remember that yep. one? Oh yeah. It was my like... first computer had those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was in typing class, that was when. We learned how to hack a disk and steal each other's typing assignment. So we used our <laughs> Apple IIe and our five and a half floppy, and we would copy and paste everyone's assignment. So we would all complete it at the highest <laughs> of standards. <laughs> and you could sit back and fan yourself with it. Exactly. Nope. <laughs> fan yourself that, with a job well like, done. Right? <laughs> it was like, uh, if you took it apart, it was like, a really smushed small 45 record and then it really it was, was. Like that's probably the mental envelope. that's probably like the mental they were like oh we could do this like a like a like a 45 oh yeah that's typical that's yep. music <laughs> so now that we've solved technology of yesteryear uh, what what do you buy on a flash drive now? You can go, you can get like a terabyte now on a thumb drive, yeah. right? Yeah, most of them are up to a crazy. terabyte. I have a, you know, a two terabyte external and it's no bigger than a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> so crazy. That yeah. is crazy. I used to work for EMC and you want to talk about being able to save data. You just have floors of these massive units and it'd just be rows and rows and rows of them. And that was, God, that was still in 2000 companies still buy, buy that like that. That's crazy. That's um, nuts. My friend from Russia would love, uh, <laughs> he worked for a Rashad computer, <laughs> right? <laughs> Shout Apparently. out to Rashad. Uh, he worked for a computer company, I think he said it was in Russia, um, and they had, like, the data was stored on, like, these big, giant punch card things that were kind of like wheels. Hmm. Ooh, like huh. the Nazis used, the little IBM thing? Yeah, something like that. Maybe. I don't know. He would explain it to me, and I would be like, whoa, that's some crazy shit. It's like an old-school Scantron test. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> C C C C D A. But it was like a. I think I know what you're talking about. It's like a like a punch card, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to Google Google. Google the I'm Google. On my 1994 iPad. Uh, you guys started talking about terabytes, and I started to snore out. But 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 we went back to something historical, and that was kind of interesting. So I kind of nerded nerding back in. Yeah, that nostalgia check. The, the nostalgia of Nazism. <laughs> uh, it's coming see. back. Woo! <laughs> From Putin, we love. <laughs> if you Google IBM 305 RAMAC, you can see Lucille Ball typing at a piece of... <laughs> 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 it's in, and then it's like 
it's her keyboarding class that she was taking when she was she's fucking eating cherries and shit and she's like oh my god i got a time no um what are you doing up here i thought you were downstairs boxing chocolates oh they kicked me out of there fast why i kept pinching them to see what kind they were it doesn't tell you what it is but it has like this picture of the original ibm system which filled a room and they were these big giant discs oh i know what you're talking about that's that's past nazis this we're talking lucille ball we're we're getting like towards the, the emc version of storing data well like in um was it mad men the last season I think yeah, it lives close to it. Yeah, I know when they got when, the room. <laughs> when all the graphic designers, you know, have you seen Mad Men, Tyler? I've seen some of it, not all of it, though. Okay. Um, so it's like an John ad agency. Hamm. You don't like John Hamm? Is it because he's got a nice full beard? No, I love John. I love John Hamm. He's actually really <laughs> funny. He pops up a lot on comedy podcasts. He's a really funny, dude. He's hysterical. He's from yeah, yeah. St. Louis. He is. Sure. <laughs> oh, yes. You used to be a teacher. Oh, no, I just, yeah, I, didn't, was... I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> sounds, sounds right. No, no, he is. If, if you awesome... say it with conviction, I'll believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but so the graphic designers at the ad, ad agency were worried because the computer came in and essentially took over an entire room on the floor of the ad agency because it was so big and i think that show was through the 60s and 70s yeah or 50s and 60s something like that did you uh either of you ever see hidden figures hidden figures. Oh, i don't know Have I oh no we uh, haven't year. seen it yet yeah it's the one about the uh, black women who work for nasa during the apollo missions oh i know what you're talking about uh, janelle Monet's in that i haven't seen that yet yeah it's really good worth checking out for anyone listening um, but there's a scene, yeah, where they basically have an IBM computer that comes in and takes up an entire room, and it runs off of kind of like those little Scantron discs like we're talking about, where they, they feed yeah, it into yeah. it. So, yeah, that was kind of right around the 60s. So and it's like this, it's from this company called IBM, like, you know, <laughs> back before it was, you know, synonymous with technology. Right? It's kind of funny when you think about it, like, we... We were all born before computers were, like, anything. Like, and now you have a kid that's, what, 18 months old in a grocery cart watching an iPhone and they totally know how to operate it? Yep. I think it is very fascinating, the, the, the decades that we've all lived in, to see such a huge, massive chunk of progression in such a short period of time. I don't, I don't know if that is valued enough because you can really see this dramatic shift, this dramatic change over the years. Yeah, I, I, it's I, been I exponential. A, yeah, yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Well, it's crazy because when was the first personal computer released? Okay, I'll my it. iPad keeps quitting, so we'll edit, 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 okay. edit. <laughs> but think about it like this. When we were doing all those Scantron tests, maybe we were actually solving world problems. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the answer was in our test and we just screwed 
root it up. <laughs> or maybe it's like that movie Debs. Okay, Tyler, I found it. Have you ever seen Debs? No, I haven't. What is it? Okay, if you want to watch a lesbian movie. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. It's really funny. Uh, it's it's like a cult classic. Yes. Nice. But there's a secret test hidden inside, hidden inside the SAT, that decides whether or not you should be a spy. But anyways, okay. It, it's a, inadvertently a personality test. Okay. And it's called Debs. It's called uh-huh. Debs. I cannot right, believe right, we right. just. Yes, we're plugging Debs. <laughs> <laughs> Add, added to my list. To a straight man. There you go. We give you the gift of Debs. <laughs> I'm. I'm bi, thank you very much. (laughs) Within a college exam is a secret test. It measures a student's innate ability to lie, cheat, fight, and destroy. Those who score well are recruited into a secret paramilitary university. Some call them seductresses. Some call them spies. Fools call them innocent. They call themselves um anyway so the first computer was released in 1977 and it was ibm okay so and how how big was it that people were like no 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 this isn't personal enough what was their version of this personal computer um it looks i mean there's no pictures of it but it's uh, here pull some up it from where the way the way they described it it was kind of uh, a big blocky one like we were used to with the old the old school monitor and then the giant tower next to it. Oh. Okay. But what made Apple so special then? Uh, uh, brand Branding. Just brand, brand. Yeah. Well, didn't... And their, and their interface. Yeah, I think because it was a different operating system. They went for the look of it. Like... Um, the visually pleasing aspect to the end user where IBM was just like green screen with a lot of coding. You yeah. have to in, in, <laughs> like manually input <laughs> commands. The apples weren't very nice looking either, but no, yeah. but I think that Apple was the first one to introduce the, uh, the whole GUI, which is the general user interface. It's what you see when you like boot up a computer, what your desktop looks like. That's a GUI. And they were, I think the first ones who really got that going. And that's when Bill Gates stole that idea and made windows. Okay, so, oh, that's so, the right. Apple, so the Apple IIe came out, and it was probably a dud until... Well, the Apple IIe was later on. Um, the so first I, I think, Apple I think computer... of the IIe system, I think of the Mac. like Because you had the Apple products, and then you had Mac, Macintosh products, which were, which were separate. So I'm, I'm just trying to remember. Uh, the first Apple computer was actually called Lisa named after his child but that didn't go very far and then there was the apple one um which was the first desktop from them and that actually came out in 1976 also when did you say ibm you said 77 uh 77 maybe this wasn't mass produced then introductory price yeah was this one was released as mainly Damn. Six hundred and sixty six. It's the devil. <laughs> it was it was advertised. What was their marketing? The devil. <laughs> the devil. 
Oh, it, it all it all ties in the apple, Adam of Eve, Satan, temptation. Right, right, right. The signs were there. We just didn't listen. This has just uh, been a brainstorming session for when we write. Our, our... <laughs> this is gonna uh, be my AU fanfic about how Apple is actually like a satanic organization trying to take over the world, <laughs> and they've succeeded. Again, Warner Brothers, you can reach us at failing right now. Yep. yep. I tell you one thing though, there's gonna be a lot of like homoerotic scenes between Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. That's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which one's the top? Of... Which one's the bottom? Are they do, are they switch hitters? I think they're they they're at the same time. They angle it just right. <laughs> <laughs> they side. Yep. Surprisingly flexible for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, this first Apple computer's memory size was 4KB, which is (laughs) kilobytes. Yeah, kilobytes. And it was made out of wood. Here in Palo Alto, California. Home of yellow grass. Well, now that we've... <laughs> yellow grass, pretty much. Uh, in 2016, the very first Apple computer sold for Jesus. $815,000. Jesus. Can't even use it. What the fuck? You got ripped. Yeah. They just want to put it on a pedestal in their house. Right. And the first <laughs> iPhone cost 20 cents. Oh, I was going to say a bad joke, but <laughs> not nice. It just costs the life of many slave oh. labor Asians. Yep. You heard about that, right? They put nets around the building yeah. to catch the suicide. Only human resource would be like, okay, I got a plan. We'll get Look, some nets. It's <laughs> not right to <laughs> induce slave labor to build the products and to clean the people up outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we draw the line. <laughs> Yay, capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> what other interesting things do we have? Well, I've got a uh, segue from talking about old technology to coming to new technology. Um, Did you hear last week, uh, McDonald's has hit an all-time high on Wall Street due to the fact of them switching over to full automation, where you you come in and you you input your order on a screen, you pay for it there, it prints it out, it basically manufactures it for you. And apparently uh, McDonald's is upgrading to 2,500 of its stores to do that. And apparently their stock is raising, which also segues into another topic. Welcome to Ion Elon, which is oh, yes. Elon Musk is saying that. Right, Garbye. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> my my forever man crush. Right. <laughs> he was uh, quoted, you know, talking at a at a at a some something, uh, oh, the World Summit in Dubai, um, mm-hmm. saying how we need how we basically need full on 
uh, universal income because automation yeah. is getting rid of jobs. And that's oh, the bigger thing. Oh, Zuckerberg? Is that called um, uh, the Neo-Ludites? Well. What'd you say? Called... It wasn't the Neo-Ludites the ones that said that we'd fuck ourselves over? I have no idea. Isn't this what is we just were talking about with the Matrix? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You, you nerds don't know what neo-ludites are? No. I, I know um, what a Luddite, Luddite is, but I don't know what, what that is. A, like a you Luddite, know. someone who's not good with computers. Oh my god. You should look this up. Google this right now, kids. I'm Googling. Neo-Luddism or New Luddism is a philosophy opposing many forms of modern technology. The word Luddite is generally used as a derogatory term applied to people showing technophobic leanings. Neo-Luddites are characterized by one or more of the following practices, passively abandoning the use of technology, harming those who produce technology, advocating simple living, or sabotaging technology. The modern Neo-Luddite movement has connections with the anti-globalization movement, anarcho-primitivism. Neo-Luddism is based on the concern of the technological impact on individuals, their communities and or the environment. Neo-Luddism calls for slowing or stopping the development of new technologies. Neo-Luddism prescribes a lifestyle that abandons specific technologies, because of its belief that this is the best prospect for the future. Sounds like a bunch of flat earthers to me. So, 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 so from the business perspective, it was, well, it's because you're too incompetent to get it. You don't understand. And to them, it was, no, you're automating everything. You're taking away my jobs. You're going to starve me. (laughs) How can I procreate and create a family and sustain a family if you're automating everything? Yeah. Wasn't that Stephen King movie where the machines took over? (laughs) Maximum Maximum overdrive. overdrive. (laughs) Hi, my name is Stephen King. I've written several motion pictures, but I want to tell you about a movie called Maximum Overdrive, which is the first one I've directed. Wow. That is interesting with McDonald's, uh, first and foremost, because I remember the thing about McDonald's, like cash register everybody boasted was like oh it's so simple you don't even you know be how to read a burger <laughs> exactly <much. laughs> uh so you push a picture and it was like a picture order menu so it makes sense that they've just choked out the middle took man. out the middle man yeah yeah because <laughs> even when i was when i my first job was at a mcdonald's when i was in high school and uh, that's how the registers pretty much worked. So even back then, they had just basically kind of there would be a picture of the f- food with an abbreviation underneath it, and then you just add it up. You just go like, okay, I need a chicken sandwich and fries and a soda. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. think about it. All, all 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 roads to hell are paid with good intentions. I'm sure for the owners, they were like, well, my high school turnover is so high that I mean, this will be amazing. Little Jimmy will have a job for a couple of years. I won't have to train somebody so much. They can see a fucking picture. Yeah. It's straightforward. Now you don't have a job, Jimmy. Right. <laughs> yep. Hi, Jimmy. <laughs> You're so yeah, fucked. that's why there's that whole big push now, especially in Silicon Valley. You know, like you said, like Mark Zuckerberg and a bunch of other big heads of different corporations are coming out and saying that we need to push for uh, universal basic income because saw that yeah 
yeah, the way things are going, we're very soon not going to have as many jobs as we have people. So, yeah, um, yeah, doesn't I'm for it, few, <laughs> right? Don't a few other countries already do that? Like um, Denmark, or I have to look it up. Like I think Holland, yeah, uh, some, yeah, I think, yes, one of those Nordic countries was uh, trying it out in one of their cities because. We're going to we're going to automate everything. I mean, look at the car industry um before automation and after automation. It's just going to happen. So there's going to Yeah. The thing about what Zuckerberg said was um you know, he didn't have to worry about providing for family. He just had the means and knew that he'd be okay if Facebook didn't work out it wasn't going to really affect his life so he was able to just go all in with no worry where like any one of us couldn't do that because we starve to death or live on the street (laughs) i mean the the best thing about what he said the best thing that he said was that it was was the omission of 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 providence of luck I think that was um, one of the bravest things somebody in his financial position can say because that's that's supposed to be the trick, right? It's not luck. Just work harder. Yeah, yeah. Work yourself into a net. We're not not trying hard enough. Yeah, work yourself into a net. But yeah, it is uh, Finland who's trying that out. It's uh, doing it to 2,000 of its citizens in one city um, where each citizen is getting uh, 587 American dollars per month. And it's guaranteed regardless of income, wealth, or employment status. So you get, you know, basically about six hundred bucks from the government every month, just just for being there. Doesn't um, uh, you so, yeah, talk idea... for for its uh, indigents? Uh, I am Utah not, provides not sure. housing, but I don't think they give them money. Okay, but still, I think they just have um, like a single, like a studio apartment or something they give to people, which is great. Because they pay less um, overall they pay, they, through yeah for, through healthcare and things like that because it, yeah uh, the, co- the cost of maintaining the indigents uh, above and beyond healthcare uh, just you know legal issues and, and whatnot I think they found that uh, it was more cost effective to, to house everybody yeah um, it's kind of like the study of the cost of a prisoner versus the cost of a rehabilitated citizen wait a minute a prisoner yeah. can live on 20 cents a day right <laughs> <laughs> Totes. you just gotta Get be some bitch. Bitch. <laughs> uh, i'll have to you'll have to post the um elon's article there with totally this. i'll have to check it out yeah uh yep. because we'll, he is we'll link dreamy. it Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag dreamboat. Um, but yeah, so the... Uh, <laughs> and he's boning um, Amber Heard, apparently. So, yeah. Woo-hoo. Yep. Nailed I'm it. I'm sure he's not unhappy about that. No. Literally. <laughs> right. Um, Man, yeah, so Amber should... Heard is one hell of a piece of ass. <laughs> right? Holy mackerel. Oh, yeah. And she'll give it to either gender, which is great. We love that. Yeah, but now you I don't think there's a woman with enough money right now. <laughs> uh, maybe Oprah? 
<laughs> you know how they do like Brangelina, like uh, Benifer. What do you think Oprah and Amber Heard would be? Oh my God! Please do tell. <laughs> oh, 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 got. oh, Heard. Oh, no. Heard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh heard. <laughs> the ultimate power couple. Oh the ultimate. <laughs> Sorry, Amber. I'd still yep. hit it. I'd ship him. <laughs> uh, so, do you think we should invite Elon to our show after this <laughs> fine <laughs> conversation? Why hasn't that happened yet? I think he'd probably like Skype in because he'd probably be physically uncomfortable to be near me after all the things I've said on this podcast. <laughs> oh, about that's him. what security and surveillance is for. <laughs> right? You're all, I'll take the anal probe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what kind of anal probe are you talking about here? What's your trend for your like? project? Yep, as, as long as I got a curve on it, I, I can make it work. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Oh my god, I totally tightened up. <laughs> Exit only! Exit I'm sorry, only. you're welcome. Like the Mojave <laughs> Desert, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Elon's in the Mojave Desert. He's in Upper Nevada with his Gigafactory, so... Yep. <laughs> Tied it in. Uh, <laughs> and that was your moment of eye on Elon. <laughs> <laughs> Insert soundbite. Welcome to Eye on Elon. Well, it is interesting about the automation um, and robots. I saw Katy Perry went to the science museum somewhere and posted huh. a picture of this robot and it had like no arms and no legs. It was the creepiest thing I'd ever seen because it had like a human Just like face. we like them. No arms and no legs. <laughs> they can't <laughs> run away. They can't slap you. <laughs> Did so have a, a mouth. snake. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> I don't like that white belly. Change that color. Can I have it blue? Um. It's interesting, though, because, okay, so we're saying the government has running, well, we're running nuclear bombs off of floppy disks, right? We're repurposing yep. old data drives and such. Uh, everything's on the cloud. Because <laughs> so, that was a good idea. <laughs> if we have an EMP, we're all screwed. Uh yeah, but this Y2K cool article... Part 2 on the cloud is probably not going to be a great thing. <laughs> right? What are we going to call the next one? Y2 cloud? Uh... <laughs> but one thing I the saw... Purge. <laughs> the purge. The purge. Data dump. I saw this BuzzFeed video. It was pretty cool. Um, a library... There's a library dedicated to analog sketchbooks um it's at the brooklyn art museum and that is a lovely place by the way everybody should go yeah all the museums in brooklyn 
are the best. Um, but the they'll take submissions from anybody who puts together sketchbook. Um, so you don't really have to be a super artist. You can basically just get through a sketchbook. And so they have a giant archive of actual tangible sketchbooks for everybody to look at, oh, which oh. I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, keeping a written record. Because, I mean, you know, so much of, like, art is becoming digital at this point. Yeah. I must admit, my iPad is, like, the best thing on the face of the planet. <laughs> to be able to just draw on it or, I mean, Skype off of it. Do You can do, like, anything on there. I don't even really use my computer anymore. Yeah, it's replacing it. Oh, Tyler, I started listening to Wolf 359, that podcast. Yeah. Uh, More based in space and technology, AI. My jam, you know. (laughs) Uh, Tyler's specific focus. (laughs) Uh, It's a really good podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He cooks, he wears kimonos. Yeah. And does podcasts in the nude. <laughs> I, I identify with him. I hope you walked in with the kimono on, but then like dropped it as you began. Oh, I have, I have a coat rack. I hang it on the door. I have a coat rack. <laughs> He's like, I'm I don't want to mess up. Kimonos are expensive. You're like, it's not a mink coat. <laughs> it's silk. It wrinkles. Yep. But you got, you got, uh, got keep in mind, it's the kimono that stops like right above the knees. Actually, a little higher, more like mid-thigh. It's a very short, short kimono. <laughs> what shoe size are you? Uh, 11. Oh. Cutting it close. <laughs> <laughs> There's an element of danger with me wearing it. I'll just say that. Just that. <laughs> uh, like a clapper but- bell walking by. <laughs> <laughs> Because we all needed that visual. <laughs> yep, yep. You took it there. <laughs> Listen, you went out of your way to point out the length. <laughs> <laughs> I was, again, trying to paint a, paint a word picture. Oh, okay. For our listeners at home. We don't do visuals. We are a podcast. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> this is a very valid point. I apologize. Uh, but yes, a highly recommended podcast for myself yep. and Tyler would be Wolf 359. 359. 359. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> However you say numbers. Yeah, you can just Google uh, Wolf 359 podcast because I think Wolf 359 also is a reference in uh, Star Trek. So if you just Google that, you might end up on a Star Trek you know, wiki page or something. Uh-oh. But yeah, it's a really enjoyable podcast, and it's and it's one of those takes a lot of turns you don't see coming. Yeah, I was surprised how long it is. Um, yeah. Because if you look at the posting dates, I think it started in, like, 2015? Maybe early 2016. Yeah, like a few years. And they're still running now, I believe. Yeah, the yeah. first one was in 2014. They just released one on Monday. Yep, so they're still uh, cranking. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
It's quite the production, yeah, and it's, for um, sure. The, the official URL is uh, wolf359.fm for any of those who want to check it out. That was cool. And then um, Shit Town was good. Or yeah. S Town. That yeah, was really Shittown. good. Yeah, that, that was uh, one of those emotional roller coasters. Yeah, I didn't see. I'm still on the fence about listing. Julie did give me a little insight um, with regards to that show, and I'm still like, I don't know. Yeah, it's I could understand it's a uh, it could be a tough listen for a lot of people. It's it's a really emotionally charged, and it's kind of just upsetting in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting because like the beginning of it, you're like, you know, they put the premise out there. Um, Okay, spoiler. It's hard to not talk about it without talking about it. Uh, so basically, episode one, he goes to Alabama to investigate a murder. Um, and it's interesting because it just snowballs from there. Um, yeah. It's a very you, incestuous or, town, not not literally, but figuratively, from my understanding. Yeah, a lot of people know people. Um, a lot of things intertwine there's a lot of secrets but it was very interesting because the way the reporter tells the story the whole time you're just kind of like it's you feel like you're the reporter just discovering it as he's discovering it so it it's very emotional Tyler I think you said it was like beautifully poetic was when you um recommended it to me and it totally is yeah, and it's funny because the guy, you can tell he's not like a great, uh, he doesn't do a lot of voice acting. He definitely doesn't do a lot of radio because you can kind of hear him when he's talking. Um, just as like, is he's, he gets really emotional and evolved with what's happening. He's not, he's less matter of factly. He's not so much reporting. He's just kind of recanting this experience that he has. And, you know, mm-hmm. it throws in a bunch of anecdotes and things like that. And it's, it's you're kind of just, you're listening to him kind of relive this whole thing. Yeah, well, I think so. people take for granted the fact that people commit themselves to to, to topics like uh, the the ones plural in in shit town. I've I've, I've listened to uh, I've only listened to the first one or two, um, but but because I you know because Julie has listened to it, I, I kind of have more in in, in 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 talking to you as well, Tyler. Uh, I, I just she's got the clip you know, note version. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm from the Midwest, and you know, I know, I know how that, I know how that all kind of operates. It's a little too close to home. I would, and, and as, yeah. as Tyler said, it's you know, a lot of people have that same experience. Yeah, it it was cool because um, when I was in high school, I did a video journalist class or something like that, and we were restoring the clock tower. It's totally like back to the future so we were restoring the clock tower in the center of town <laughs> all right doc brown true story <laughs> uh, hold on let me fuck up my hair a little bit more um <laughs> so we went to i forgot what it was called tyler you might remember um the person who studies time an epidemiologist or something Flavor Flav? Flavor Flav. <laughs> Flavor Flav. He he's actually, he's, just, he's a time lord. <laughs> um, but, so we, we were investigating this, we say loosely, because we were teenagers. 
we went to where they were restoring the clocks and we learned a little bit about that process and and how it was going to be implemented back into a clock tower and how the tower is going to be rebuilt and the gears we got to see the whole clock taken apart which was crazy because um it's a huge huge clock so all these gears are massive and they go teeny tiny because of all the different types of parts and components that make up this clock so it was interesting in shit town where they were talking about because he was a um a horologist was what what is a horologist thank you (laughs) not to be confused with a whore but a (laughs) horologist (laughs) the study of whores (laughs) that could also be a pimp i don't know no (laughs) no that's not but it was interesting because it is such a a small field of people who study and um repair timepieces and and all of that was really interesting to me yeah, and it's one of those In kind of it's a dying craft. Yeah, the guy was really interesting computers. and complicated. Yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful story. It wasn't very long. It was five episodes, I think. I think it's eight or something like that. Yeah, but it's it's a short. It's a short run. It's it's you know the same people who did like Serial and um, This American Life and stuff like that. So they're really good at kind yeah, of seven doing chapters. these like. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, they're really good at doing those like nice little slice of life um, stories. Yeah, and it's good production quality too because it is a NPR related. Yeah, I think it's NPR. Yeah. Whoever does serial so and such. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's NPR. So they're they're doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> they can afford good gear. Nope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those were two really good podcasts i've listened to on while we were on hiatus while i was being stabbed with needles and such nice (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think of any good ones i've started listening to but um i mean a lot of the ones i listen to are really nerdy and not for most audience members Uh, but um Uh actually one i just started i've only listened to two episodes of it's called uh, Spirits, and it's these two women. They sit down, and they kind of um, – they basically they drink together, but then they cover, uh, like, mythology and history and, like, urban legends and, like, gods and stuff like that, and they kind of, like, dive into it. And you get, it's really really interesting conversations, but the, the kicker is because they're drinking on it. It's fun. Makes it a little more lively, <laughs> as we are right now. So is it, like – drunk history but in the spirit room kind basically yeah it's they don't get like hammered but they're Damn. like they're, you know they're, they're they're sipping on it this, this is not like history you know, for wiccans yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> let me pour you a drink out of my cauldron dear <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the craft the craft what a great movie bring it back to the uh, 90s guys Right? When was the craft? When did that come out? I imagine that was like mid '90s. Just Um, given the style. That was a good movie, though. They should reboot that. If you're gonna reboot nonsense, 
yeah, knock yourself out. But like good storylines, Jesus Christ, pay writers. That's that's the moral of this story. Yeah. Yeah, it came out in the crap ninety six. Yep. Same Google speed. <laughs> I was a baby. Uh, yep. Yeah. I remember I when that came you, out. Did either of you end up seeing uh, Wonder Woman? Oh no, no not yet. Oh, you got to see it. Well, before next. I heard it was really episode. good. Though. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. We will uh, check it out. It's still in theaters, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It it made okay. buttload of money, so they're gonna keep it up on for a bit. Cha-ching. And I don't think anything big's coming out until Spider Man and and um, next month. Actually, that's a couple weeks. Yeah, it's almost July. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah, I think Spider Man comes out July seventh. So. And that'll probably be when I'll start pushing that out. We'll check that out for sure. The um, There's a podcast uh, by a co-worker of mine called Scary Thoughts. And they do a bunch of reviews on older movies. Um, oh, nice. I was curious to see if they did one on the craft. <laughs> but they did. Uh... <laughs> I'm thinking like like black and white movies or something and you're no 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 uh they've reviewed the lost boys gremlins 87 84 uh, beetlejuice 88 i saw that in the theater with my parents it's the last movie i saw with my parents together um i would blame beetlejuice for that (laughs) uh return of the living dead 85 um, Forrest Gump, ninety four. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Cabin in they, the Woods too. That was that's another really good movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, that kind of, that stuff freaks me out a bit. <laughs> uh, Cabin in the Woods is it's kind of like a very meta take on um, on like horror movies. It's kind of like poking fun at the the, the whole genre of horror. It's very kind okay. of self-aware, but it's it's a really good movie. It's done by um, it was directed by uh, was it directed or written by? Either way, uh, Joss Whedon, the guy who did like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, the Dollhouse so, and all those. Yeah. So it's a it's a parody. Kind of yeah, it's it's I, I can't I can't I don't want to say too much because it kind of like spoils the uh, the reveal, but oh, okay. you'll like it. And there's a cameo at the end, which is the best. <sighs> okay. <laughs> We'll put this on our, what'd you say? Dinner for popcorn? Popcorn for yeah, dinner? Uh, popcorn for dinner, right. yep. <laughs> <laughs> on our popcorn for dinner list. Sounds like a plan. Um, it's a date. Yay! Uh, I think it's, it still might be on Netflix. I'm not sure. Even better. Don't have to leave the house. <laughs> we have homework. <laughs> they also review the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh God! The fuck! But the market. 2016 version. I don't know if I can go there, because don't mess up a good thing. We went and saw Requiem for a Dream. Oh. When did that come out? 2000, I think. We saw that in a old theater in Houston. Oh, sorry. Oop. They say, where's the music coming from? Like, what's that noise? Is that? Who is that? That was my phone. Oh, shit. Started playing the podcast. Oh, my Um. goodness. (laughs) 
That was funny. Like, what the f- <laughs> And I would just uh, like to add, she's the only one not drinking beer right now. Yep. <laughs> I'm naturally the stem, folks. You too can be. Yeah. However, without her, none of this would get set up. <laughs> yep. Right. Exactly. Uh, what was I saying before my phone? Uh, <laughs> oh, you we interrupted us. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. said, uh, um, oh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, we went and saw Requiem for a Dream in the theater. Uh, have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's one of those movies you never forget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're in there. Um, and then in the next theater, was it the one right next to us? Uh, they were playing Rocky Horror Picture Show at the same time. So huh. you you had like all of us watching double penetration. <laughs> and, like, I know it's trying to take it out for air. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have all these people like dressed up crazy freaks, like having the time of their <laughs> Meanwhile, and we're still coming out. <laughs> people yeah, yeah, just just come out super depressed. <laughs> like, man, really, I should stop doing drugs. Yeah, that's that's one of those movies. Where, like, do they need to play that? Like, you know, play that in high schools and make sure kids don't do drugs. Right? Fuck dare. Yeah. Just yeah. Just, just watch Requiem. You'll be like, fuck no, <laughs> never do that. Never do that. More like doing drugs when they after watching Requiem than Train Spotting. I was like, really? What kind wow. of drugs are you doing? <laughs> that's another movie that's out. Is Train Spotting two? Electric which movie. I haven't seen yet. <laughs> uh, I heard it's shit. Yeah, but I, think I didn't hear it. Probably medical bills to pay for or something. Right? Yeah. Probably the ones who were actually doing their drugs. That was a crazy ass movie, but <laughs> when the Simpsons parodied A Clockwork Orange, mm. uh, Maggie was crawling across the ceiling. <laughs> I just like spinning around and shit. That was like one of the best Simpsons openers ever. So they, yeah. let me get this straight. So the basis of the storyline was Clockwork Orange, but they stole from Train Spotting. Is that what I'm, what I'm understanding? Yeah, it was like. <laughs> here I'm googling Simpsons. Yeah, Simpsons makes so many homages and references to things. They try to. They're all over the place. Once you really start digging into it. Right, but they hit the the nail on the head with Rocky Horror Picture Show, and that's that it's just too much. Yeah, I never got it. I've seen it. I've never got into it. I, you know, I, I can see why people enjoy it, but it's not for me. Yeah, Susan Sarandon looks great. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> a clockwork, a clockwork yellow was what it was called. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Very nice. So. If you're going to Google anything <laughs> out of this episode, I highly recommend A Clockwork Yellow. Yep. You can never go wrong with watching a Simpsons episode. Nah, that, yeah, that's true. It's a home run, usually. Yeah, well. Once in a while with the new, new ones. Yeah, I was going to say, there was that like, big stretch with the where they had a lot of really duds. Right or shrink. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a problem. But how... How long have they been on? Like 30-something years? Oh, some obscene amount of time, yeah. They've almost been as old on as us. almost as long as computers have been around. <laughs> I googled it, but I typed it wrong.
They started in 1989. I'm adding scary thoughts to my podcast feed. Oh, say that again? Oh, I said I, I was adding uh, scary thoughts to my podcast feed, which you can find. It's there you go. Yeah, I already closed the link. It was, <laughs> I Googled it, and then I had the link pulled up. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, scarythoughts.org. .org. How'd they get an org? I don't know. They're an organization, I guess. Aren't we? <laughs> I don't know. We're not super organized. <laughs> we are far from organized. Um, well, kids, we got anything other fancy? Well, Tyler's going to watch Debs. We're going to watch... Yep. What was it? <laughs> uh, cabin in uh, Cabin in the Woods. Okay. okay. Yep. I'm writing this down. I'm also editing this, so I should hear that. <laughs> if, uh, and then, and if, if you can't find it online, I'll I have a copy of it on uh, DVD. So. Oh, sweet. Right on. Uh, you can also watch what is it? Scary movie with Anna Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't scary movie. What was it? Scary movie was the original. No. I don't know. <laughs> Google it. Come on, Google. No, it was a scary movie. Okay. So if you want a synopsis of all the bad movies in the horror genre released in 2000, you can watch Scary Movie with Anna Ferris. <laughs> I think that actually was her first movie that she nope. put out. Hmm. And now she's doing... um. Overboard. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the dreamboat. Uh, what's his name, Chris? Oh, I don't know. What's his name, Tyler? Uh -uh. He's out of my dreamboat list. Oh, <laughs> that must have been uh, Chris Pine, Guardians Chris Evans. Of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, uh. Chris Pratt. There Chris we Pratt. go. I there thought you, go. I thought you wait, I thought you liked Chris Pratt. I do. I didn't realize that's who we were talking about. <laughs> oh, that's that's her husband. He's like I didn't know who Anna Ferris was. I, 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 I wasn't paying attention to her. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she existed made no difference. <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking in that direction. But anyways, Anna Ferris is redoing Overboard. The Goldie Hawn movie? That would be funny. That'd be cool. Uh, See? Something simple, not The Matrix. Right? <laughs> that was a great movie, except it's totally promoting kidnapping <laughs> and extortion. <laughs> it came out in 1987. Isn't that how Borat was going to marry uh... Pamela Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think that is a good reboot. Yes. Yeah. Overboard is a good reboot. Happen. The Matrix. I'm on the fence. We're gonna have to see how that goes. Hire some fucking writers. Hire people. Pay for your artist. Pay for your damn artist. Bottom line. Yep. Again, we can be reached at trypacepawn <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> You've been listening to TriPace Pod. You can find us on the interweb at tripacepod.com. Email us at tripacepod at gmail.com. We can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at tripacepod. 
If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs> I hope Dreamboat Annie takes us away. <laughs> oh shit. Uh Little ship of dreams